Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Oh yeah. It could be worse. We got deep 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 topics tonight. How deep? Like a well? This I'm gonna just jump right into it. So when you you like pickles, right? Uh yes, I do. Yeah. Um so do you buy spears? That caught me off guard, I guess. Do you buy spears um, or do you buy the, the little sandwich slices? Generally, we buy the whole ones. Whole but, pickles? Yes. But <gasps> also, generally, I am not the one eating them. I like pickles, but I don't go crazy. About okay, them. well, this I'm just getting to my whole point here because when I take the pickles out of the fridge... I take okay. one spear, and then I put the pickles away. If I have a guest, I offer them a spear. Okay. Let them take one spear, and then I put the pickles back in the refrigerator. Like, like that's all you're allowed to eat at one time. Okay. That's a serving of a pickle. I, I guess. I, but I was always wondering, like, why do I always feel like you can have exactly one? Like, if a guest were to be like, can I have another spear? I'd be like, well, no. No, you had your spear. I, I don't know what that is. I've, I just was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I take the pickles out of the fridge. I take a spear out of the jar. I put the pickles back in the fridge, and that's it. That's all the pickle you get. For how long? Like, do you do that every day or once a week? What's I, the what's I, the rate? Of I don't pickle? think I eat pickles every day. I eat pickles probably once. So they're, that's not a frequent. I don't thing. think you eat pickles at all. I think you eat semi pickle. No, no, they're real like pickles. pickles is pl- no. Oh, you mean less than one pickle at a time? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, but eventually I eat a pickle. It just takes me a while. <laughs> like weeks. I know. I just, you're a, I just, you're a, pick, you're a pickle nibbler, but it never really occurred to me that maybe the reason I don't have any friends is because I don't let them have, you know, I don't like leave the jar on the table and just say, you know, eat as many pickles as you want. Right. Binge on the pickles while we're talking. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're big like, pickle fans and they feel like, like I'm being stingy with my pickles. Like if you had a pepperoni tray and you had friends over, would you like open the pepperoni tray, allow them to take one pepperoni and then put the tray away? Exactly. And that's it. I mean, that would be, I guess that's the equivalent, right? I mean, <laughs> like I Absolutely. am, I am such a cheapskate. I'm, I just, ah, I don't know. So I have a pickle one too. We do buy pickles and the whole ones, they come in these humongous jars. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Right. So where are you going to put that? Oh, like in the refrigerator, where are you going to, once it's opened, where are you going to put it? So I adjusted the levels of the shelves mm-hmm. in the refrigerator and put that jar up there and I was organizing the refrigerator because we have pickles everywhere. Like the refrigerator was all disorganized and there's pickle, you know, these kind of pickles and well, they're pretty much all dill, but they're different, whatever sizes of container. And have have you had the, have you had the dill with the jalapeno pepper? No. 
They're pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, we probably won't do that. Then. Yeah, they're hot. Pretty, yeah, hot doesn't do do well, my stomach. Well, any dill is anymore. a little bit of a kind of an acidic experience to begin with, right? And then you throw some jalapeno pepper in there, and it's got a bite to it. So. Yeah, that would probably hurt my stomach, which is probably one of the reasons I don't do pickles very often. Cucumbers, I like, but uh, well, I like pickles, but anyway. The point is, so I'm organizing the refrigerator and I declared that top shelf, the pickle shelf, every time I found anything pickle, I just put it up there and that shelf, like it was tall already because Mm -hmm. it had to hold that massive pickle jar and it ended up becoming the pickle and olive shelf. But the pickles and olives alone take up the entire like top third of the refrigerator. Wow. Now, see, that's definitely different because I ex- I have exactly one jar of pickles in my fridge at any <laughs> any given time. I I might I, I swap or I switch hit between dill and and the bread and butter because I like the sweet pickles too. So I'll put you know when I finish one, I'll take out the other. Right. But I, I always have. I to have a I have a solution for you. Yes. You could have two jars of pickles spears right and mm-hmm. then when you have a guest over you you can get out both jars of pickle spears and say would you like a jar of pickle spears i'm going to have one i'll eat it over the course of weeks you can choose your own rate mm. <laughs> have this jar of pickles and then let them sit there and munch on them if they want or they could take one and put it back in their refrigerator and next time they come over yeah you know, is it like, safe to eat a whole jar, jar of pickles Jerry's pickles. Uh, why not? I I don't know. I've never done it. I've, I'm not sure that that's anyway. It's just strange. Well, you could eat a whole pickle. If you could eat a whole pickle, you could eat like eight spears. It's like a pizza. Mm. It's just cut up. <laughs> One jar is probably like a pickle. Nah, there's probably no, three no, four, and they're pretty big. And they're me. pretty big spears too. I mean, they're they're from some pretty big cucumbers. Oh. Anyway, so moving on because you know <laughs> we don't want to end up in a pickle here. Uh, that was good. There was a joke. I, I applaud that one. Do you get a for that? No, I don't think so. Ah, uh. the, there was a there was a joke I saw on Twitter today that was something to the effect of. I got hit by a clarinet and then I got hit by a, you know, a bassoon or whatever. Anyway, I get hit by multiple and the piano hit me or something. And then I realized it was an orchestrated attack. <laughs> I like that. I'm sure I got the instruments wrong, but I got the overall <laughs> you idea. You just insert your own instruments. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So um, do you remember uh, NCIS? remember it is it gone oh it feels like it's everywhere i haven't seen it in probably a decade it's like Um, law and order it just keeps multiplying there was ncis miami and ncis boston and ncis los angeles ncis miami and ncis las vegas and on and so it's like covid are you guys ever done making this stuff you know it's like covid then it's just breeding I guess. variants. Yeah, more exactly. Variants. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. referring to ancient AC- NCIS, the NCIS that some of you may not even remember, I don't know if, if how long this character was around, but when I watched it, there was a black-haired forensics tech named Abby. 
Do you remember her? Okay, no. Oh, great. Anyway, she was my favorite character. She was this sort of gothic or a goth-like girl who uh, who was smart and and witty and fun, and she was always in the in the lab doing DNA tests and stuff. Yeah, I but like those characters. They probably had one on Bones and Warehouse Thirteen. Well, the, her character was played by Polly Perrette. And I just found out today that she had a stroke about a year ago. September 2nd last year, she had a stroke, like a massive mm. stroke. That's unfortunate. Yeah, and she was she apparently appeared on something, which is why I found out about it today and was talking about it. And uh, and she was saying that or at least that the the show, I don't think she said this, but the show said that she was also hospitalized in 2014 for a hair dye allergy that almost killed her. Wow. That's <laughs> and, nuts. and apparently she has food allergies, and she was attacked by a homeless man in 2015. Jeez. And she says she's a victim of domestic violence and rape. So, like, I was like, what the hell? Like, up until now, I didn't know any of this. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> it's just... Have you- have you ever seen the Final Destination movies? Are you familiar with those? No. Sorry. Well, that's what this sounds like. The Final Destination movies, like for some freak occurrence, people escape death. Like they accidentally didn't get on the plane and the plane went down. And the theory is they were supposed to be on the plane or whatever. Like that freak occurrence wasn't... uh you know, cosmic intervention or oh, right, anything right. like yeah. that. It was, it was a blip and you did not go according to plan. So death comes and finds them in gruesome and terrible ways that only teenagers can enjoy. And that's the premise. But what I'm saying is it sounds like right. this chick, right? <laughs> like maybe, get on the plane. Yeah, maybe didn't exactly. And something was going to get her. Yeah, well, she says she's still uh, she's still around. She's still out there. She's still making tracks. So she survived all that stuff. Oh, she's still alive. Yeah, yeah, she's still alive. That's what you guys oh. were saying. I saw her in an interview. That's how I found out about all this. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, I well, guess, she's guess. got she's got more keep, coming. Exactly. Keep looking out. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, it's life is hard, right? It's a lot all at once, right? Which reminds me, I did watch the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Is that the name of it? Yeah, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Sounds cool. Have you what not Have you not heard of this movie? No. It's a movie about multiverses, in multiple universes, the, the multiverse. Like um, a fictional movie about Oh, it's total or, fiction. Uh, it's total oh, okay. fiction, yeah. it's. I mean, it's as fictional as you can possibly get this Okay. Character, um, the, the star character basically is at the beginning of the movie. She's just an overwhelmed, overworked woman with a laundromat and a husband who doesn't take things very seriously, and a daughter who's a rebel, and and she's trying to keep it together. And the IRS is on her back, and you know everything else. So it's just, oh yeah, it, that's it just, the worst. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, then she gets drawn into this battle they, they, this person from another multiverse comes and who happens to be her husband by the way in the current verse but he's somebody 
it's a little different in the other multiverse. And so is she. Anyway, so he comes over and he says, look, we need you to fight this battle because you're the person for the job. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, I'm busy. You know? Anyway, right. it just goes downhill. Well, the there. other you is a warrior. And uh, you're going to have to learn to be one because she's dead now and we got to win. Well, that's kind of the gist of it, right? Because really? Okay. Well, yeah, because the idea, what, what they try to sell you on is that if you can access the other versions of you, you can tap into their strengths. You oh, know, I got you. Their knowledge. Yes. So, so basically, since there's thousands of her scattered throughout the many multiverses, all she has to do is know how to contact one that you know learned the martial arts and one and and, uh, and they're making uh, fun of her too. Sorry, I know how to connect with them. Oh. Right, like I get it because now I know what all the voices in my head are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are the other me's and other multiverses, and we have a connection, and I can access all their information, and they can access. Well, I have I have to tell you how you hop multiverses because that's the funniest part of the whole movie but before i get there i just want to mention that they pick on her they really tease this poor woman and say the reason you're the woman for the job is because you you've made so many bad choices in your life like you have done everything wrong and she's like what <laughs> like in, the, every, in the other world they're like they're like in this world every time you did something wrong another in another world you made it the right choice <laughs> <laughs> and and that person's life went on and was but you know in this like you're like you're bad at everything and so you're the perfect person and like this doesn't make any sense but the funny part and, and the reviews were all over the map so I'm not even going to try to do the movie review review because people either didn't understand it didn't like it loved it whatever it was just crazy but but the funny the thing that made the movie for me uh, was that in order to to hop multiverses you had to do something completely un improbable it's kind of like if you've ever read the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy you have the improbability drive right yeah and yeah. and the idea is that the more improbable something is the more likely it is to happen <laughs> well in this case um you have to do something completely ridiculous in order to open a portal and then you got to have this thing in your ear that you press the button and go through um, so they do really stupid things, like, I mean, completely insane things, like, like you know, suck something up into their nose that you would not suck into your nose. Um, you know, uh, maybe eat something like the guy ate chapstick. He just rolled out a thing of chapstick and started chewing on it. And uh, so, so it's open. You can do anything ridiculous and open a portal. Well, the, as long as it's sufficiently ridiculous. The control people make suggestions, and that's what makes it even worse. Um, because there's some there's some people that are trying to orchestrate this battle, right? They're trying to there's a, there's a, these guys are trying to do something that's that's coordinated, and so there's people that are coordinating from somewhere, and they're telling them this is what you got to do. And in one case, he had to give himself four paper cuts between each of his fingers, and he's like <laughs> trying to give himself a paper cut, and he's like, oh my he's God. like, you get paper cuts by accident. You don't do them by on purpose. Anyway. He, finally managed to give himself four paper Ow, cuts. That hurts just thinking about Yeah, I know. But the funny one was she's fighting, you know, she's getting pretty good at this, right? By this point in the movie, we're, we're ways down in the movie and she's kicking ass and she's got her karate skills and she's really powerful. And these guys are trying to beat her. 
and uh, and they've got a basically they've decided they need to hop for some new skills, and this guy. Okay, first of all, you, you have to know that at the beginning, the IRS agent who's auditing her has three awards on her desk that look exactly like butt plugs. <laughs> And she says, you don't get one of these unless you've seen a lot of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, then this one guy at one point when he has to jump is trying to get onto one of those butt plugs. <laughs> and she's trying to stop him. He goes to jump on it and she whips it out from underneath him. And it's just hilarious because he's trying his best to get this butt plug shoved up his you know, anyway, the whole thing is there's a little bit of ridiculousness to it. There's there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, emotion. You know, a lot of desperation and and I mean the 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 actor. Um, God, I know her name. Woo. Uh, anyway, she's great. She's fucking awesome, and she does the, these expressions, these feelings, these things so well that you just you just can't help but feel. Feel for her, and of course, you know the whole movie's nuts. I, I kind of recommend it, although you got to be in for a wild ride. Like it is not the kind of movie where you're going to be able to make a lot of sense out of it. You're not going to walk away feeling like, oh yeah, that all came together the way I expected it to. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <clears throat> but it's funny. <sighs> That's I, awesome. I also watched um, Jurassic Park, uh, D- Jurassic World Dominion, or whatever. Oh, the new one. Don't t- don't. Yeah, no, I'm not going to tell you about it, but I will tell you that the reviews that I read, because we review the movie review, um, Mm. were really down on it being uh, woke. You know, they're like, why do all these movies have to be so woke? They have to have all this, you know, I'm like, yeah, Jesus. Anyway, there was some Mm. of that in there. There was. Um, But I didn't didn't find it offensive. I didn't find it over the top. It wasn't as bad as Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, my God. You saw Wonder Woman 1984, right? I have not. We were just discussing that. Uh, it's yesterday. so bad. It was so bad, and and part of what made it so bad was the this idea that Wonder Woman, you know, had to be this pacifist, right? Anyway, onward and upward. So, um, can we talk about the video that we watched? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> that was hilarious. Are you going to... Oh, the one we just watched? Yeah. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> um, I can't do it justice. I think you should tell them, like you told me, just how to get it. Just open There's... YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Search for Google, o- obedient, obedient right. Rhapsody. And then it's... I think that should get you there, shouldn't it? Obedient Rhapsody, but it's hyphen Queens of the Insurrection. But it's yes. a spoof. It's a spoof of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, and they do a really good job of spoofing the song. Yes, uh, yes, they do. Yeah, it's just and it's entirely wackadoodle and hilarious. Oh yeah, and it's it's hard hitting too. I mean, it, it does some. S- yeah, there's some serious criticism. Yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah, pushed, I mean, they there's... pushed the envelope, I think, in certain places, but. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, and that's that's something that I do I do have a real problem with, and I and I will confront my Twitter people when they start in on people about you know like like one of my Twitter people said that Melania Trump was you know had posed naked or posed you know scantily clad for fashion magazines, and that was a criticism. You know, she wasn't as classy as as like you know Michelle Obama or something like that. 
And I was like, aren't we, you know, now we're slut shaming. I mean, you know, Melania was a professional model. Like this is what she did for a living. I mean, it's who cares? And it has no relevance. That's right. And it's completely irrelevant. It's like, yeah, it I'm, does not. I hate when we go after the messenger as opposed to the message. Like, not only that, but we're using their tactics. I mean, this is what they do. If they haven't got an argument, if, if you don't have an argument, if you don't have a legitimate intellectual, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, point to make, right? Yes. Then you go after the, oh, look, he didn't comb his hair, you know, or, oh, look, his tie doesn't match his, his shoes, you know, or something like right. that. I mean, or that, they're just an actor, you know, or or, or he's short or he's tall or he's whatever. I mean, it's, oh, it's they especially do it with women. Women, I mean, oh, my God. You could be the world's greatest, you know, prime minister, and people are going to talk about what you wore to your speech, right? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But, yeah, I don't buy any of that shit. I'm like, look, we don't need to do that. The other side does because they don't have a position. They don't have a, a, a positive argument to make. Their whole platform is no to everything we want to do. Um, but we do have, at least I hope we have, you know, things that we're trying to do and, and we and we have legitimate beefs against the other side for lying, cheating, stealing, espionage, treason. I mean, we don't have to go after them for the shoes they wear. Right. But yeah, I have a real issue with that. When I see that, I generally come down on people because I figure that these are liberal people who are supposedly in my camp and they, you know, they need to know that we just don't need to do that. Um, I've, I've gotten pushed back, you know, people are like, I have a right to my opinion. I'm like, yeah, but what's, it's not sure. Just go around. I mean, I'll just start mentioning how you don't look good one day, you know, or how right. maybe, maybe one of your personal choices, you know, was a little, uh, a little racy or I didn't agree with it or something. I mean, we all have opinions, but that doesn't mean we all have to share them with everybody. And, and you know. They don't matter. <laughs> you yeah. can have an opinion on that. Hey, like that that outfit looks terrible on that person and keep it to yourself or tell somebody else or whatever, but it still does not make any difference as to whatever it is that person is espousing. You know what I mean? It has no bearing on that at all, which is hopefully what we're debating, you know. Yeah. Like like the stances that we take, right? Well, well, and you, what color your freaking clothes are or if we wear a wig or not or if you're drunk or lesbian or any of that other bullshit is irrelevant. Well, and even if we're not debating something or whatever, if you attack somebody, that's not just an opinion. You know, you're not just stating an opinion when you say that uh, Melania Trump was a slut, right, or did something slutty. That's slut shaming. Right. I don't, you know, I don't care that you think that's your opinion. This happens too much. It happens too often. Usually it's men doing it to women. In this case it was a woman, but but it's it's like you don't want to be told that because you've had multiple sex partners that you're a slut. That's bullshit. You don't want to be told that because you decided to pose naked for Playboy that you're a slut. The two have nothing to do with each other and it's nobody's fucking business. Right. Anyway, so having said all that, 
And, I mean, she was just married to the president, right? Exactly. Like it wasn't even she like did she, any of this bullshit. The poor woman wasn't even a native English speaker. I mean, she, she struggled just to communicate effectively, and people made fun of her. You know. I mean, but that's the other mistake, too, is this association thing, right? Like, if they discredit her, it even reflects bad on him. But why? Right? Yeah. Like, that, that's still not relevant. All I know is if you marry a supermodel, you should figure that she probably has taken, you know, that kind of, and, and again, it's not that, it's not the issue, but still. Melania I mean, Trump's the last person you should be criticizing for having posed for photographs, right? Exactly. <clears throat> so, um, yeah? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to mention the extreme measures they're taking in California to stop people from using a lot of water, but. Um, we, we have like six more topics to go through. We have six minutes, so I'll have to go through them. Ooh, fast. six topics in six minutes. All right, let me. Do you want me to bust out a stopwatch and you get to? Oh, you know uh, what? Let's just, let's skip some let's because because. Um, oh, that was going to be fun. Well, jeez. I'm gonna I'm gonna set a countdown for a minute, and you're gonna start talking on the topic, and we'll talk about it. And when the timer runs up, we just like they do on. Okay, TV so so California found that. Wait, fine, I gotta set it for a minute. Okay, better hurry because we're we're done in five minutes now. California uh, has discovered that finding rich people for using too much water doesn't work. So it, so they d- decided that after using one hundred and fifty percent of their allotment four times, I think in a row, they put a restrictor in their line so they can't get enough water out of their tap, and that pisses them off. But. Yeah, so we had talked a little bit about this last week, right? Mm-hmm. About, okay, so because the rich people to find to them is just just they're going to pay a higher bill and still use what they want. Yeah, yeah. Fines, period, are for poor people. Fines don't impact people who have a lot of money. They only impact poor people. So any crime where a fine is the penalty is that that law is for poor people only. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Speak, it just makes it more expensive, whatever it is, for the rich people. Which segues me into Mississippi is in trouble because they took like $60 million in money that was federal money that was supposed to go to help poor people, and they've been using it to for other things. <laughs> they've, nice. just, they've just been spending it on it. There's a whole, I, we don't have time, you know, we, have a, we only have a minute, but yeah, they're in, they're in deep water. And, and that's the same place where Jackson, where you're familiar with the water issues they're having in Jackson. They just finally got the water pressure back in Jackson, but Mississippi, because we talked about that last week. I think that Jackson is 80 some percent black and they don't, it's a, and Mississippi is a Republican state. So they don't right. give any money to Jackson. And this is probably related actually, but. Um, oh, so the Atlantic, Atlanta, this isn't very interesting, but the Atlanta Medical Center in downtown Atlanta has announced that it is closing. And what I thought was funny about that is they said that it was going to be an inconvenience for patients. And I'm like, oh, like, so you're at this hospital and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're. They uh, are. They're probably transferring every one of them somewhere else. Yeah, well, or maybe they just say, hey, we're closing the hospital, sorry, and, and you're like in this you know hospital bed, and they just come and start taking away all the equipment. And <laughs> yep, they unhook you off, and leave you turn there. Turn off the lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, you're like, what am I supposed to do? They're like, well, I don't, it's not our problem. Hey, you just got to find That's them. how The Walking Dead starts. Does it? Well, the... Yeah, because people have to get up and walk to another hospital. No, be, the like 
you know, one of the person that sur- survived or whatever woke up in a hospital and everybody else is dead or, you know, zombie or whatever. Right. And they got to wake, they wake up in a hospital and have to get out of the hospital. And it was in Atlanta. Oh, oh that's pretty spooky. So, okay, oh, moving on. One minute on that one. This segue, but, but this, this segues into one of Putin's detractors in Moscow or in uh, Russia uh, fell out of a six story hospital window. Oh, I think I saw something about that. Then now they're saying the wife was in the room or something like that. I don't know, but the, but the cameras in that area were conveniently turned off for repairs. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's anyway, he was a senior Russian oil executive. How, How many times does it take? Well, this has for, happened. Apparently, this has happened uh, many times already, just in, since this since this war started. Um, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the camera situation. Like Jeffrey oh. Epstein was the same story. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how many times does that have to happen before you just know that 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 equals that? Like, but everybody still goes, "That's a conspiracy theory." And like, bullshit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, that is well, fucking too convenient. In this case, it really was too convenient because falling from a hospital window, you know that's not a situation where, like, it was easy to do. He, it's according to the thing, he fell from a window at a central clinical hospital. Um, he died from the injuries sustained, and the cameras have been turned off for repairs. And also, half a dozen business people with ties to the Russian energy industry have died in apparent suicides or mysterious circumstances since the outbreak of the war. <laughs> and this particular okay. guy, he, he had spoken out against the war like a week after it started. So right, yeah. Now, on a related mm. note, on a related right, note, so that was one minute there. Go. Well, this is kind of along the same lines, but the uh, the CFO of Bed Bath and Beyond jumped out of a window. Oh, that's the guy that that they found. They said his wife is in the oh, okay. was in the room or in the apartment or whatever it is. Well, I was thinking I had a couple conspiracy theories on that one. I was thinking maybe he was fluffing the finances. <laughs> or or maybe he was in a secret romance with the my pillow guy? There you go. Yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you don't know. Anything could mm-hmm. be. So 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 how do, how do they do that on the on the right wing shows they say? They say, "Well, we don't know if it's true, but did you ever think that maybe he was in a secret romance with the my pillow guy?" They wouldn't say that the my pillow guy is their fan. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, because he was in the in the Queens of the Insurrection video. Oh, um, here's a, here's a conspiracy theory for you. I'm gonna jump jump ahead a little bit. But. Okay. All right, I'll I'll play by the rules. That was one minute. Go ahead. It turns out that the uh, that the the there was a voting machine breach in Coffee County, Georgia, back after the 2020 election. And it turns out that it may have been an inside job. Um, a couple of guys went there, and they were allowed in by an insider, um, someone who actually posed as one of the alternate electors later on. And uh, and they, the guys who went there were sent by Sidney Powell. Remember, she's the attorney that was going around trying to claim that, that there was voter fraud with no evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. No, I wouldn't have remembered that. But Anyway, right. Sidney Powell had sent these two people to go inspect the voting machine 
basically in private. Like they were allowed into this building that they're not supposed to be allowed into by another co-conspirator. They, mm-hmm. They've got all this on video. It's come out. Um, we don't really See, know. That's, conspiracy theories are right sometimes. Well, that should be the lesson today. See, we don't really but, know for sure that they breached the machine, but they went in right before it was breached. So it's it's circumstantial evidence, but I will I will stand by my conspiracy theory on this one. Rego- but those guys getting access when they shouldn't have gotten access, right? And all yeah, that stuff. Right, exactly. That, and 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 the conspiracy is on is evidence of that. Right. And then coincidentally information was stolen from that machine like while they were there right so exactly um <clears throat> we just don't have that particular aspect of it on video we don't have a record of that right so, i'm but i'm saying enough for conspiracy theorists to be like like me like oh i don't even, yeah, I don't even think you need to be a conspiracy theorist to draw some conclusions you just can't say for uh, you just can't say for a fact what happened that's all i agree with you but that's what i'm saying is so when there's other conspiracies and people go oh that's just a conspiracy theory well yes it is and it could very well be true (laughs) right Mm -hmm. because you don't know if all this shit ain't on video or whatever who knows well the last segment of the night's gonna be good news and bad news and it's the last thing i have and i think you need to hang around for the good news because it's gonna be worth it all right, so the bad news is that Australia has had a bad flu season. You realize that they're having winter while we're having summer, right? Yes. Okay. They've had a bad flu season this winter, and so the people that know how these things work say that that's a predictor of our flu season, and we'll probably have a bad flu season. And mixed with COVID, that could be a pain in the ass. But the good news related to this is that okay. Boston, the Boston Children's Hospital – which is the same hospital that, by the way, has been under attack from right-wing anti-trans people who are saying that they're doing, like, genital reassignment surgery on 12-year-olds, which is bullshit. But anyway, there's been a lot of crap going around on TikTok and stuff about the Boston's Children's Hospital. But okay, And it's causing people to threaten the lives of people that work there and all this other bullshit. But this is the good news. Boston Children's Hospital has discovered an antibody that blocks something in the COVID-19 virus that has not evolved through all of its known variants and probably won't evolve in future variants because it hasn't evolved. Like, like there's certain parts of the virus that evolve rapidly, the spike protein, but this particular aspect of the virus... <laughs> you know, it's amazing they could even tear these things apart. This is just... I know, I know. You need an electron like, microscope to see a virus. I, I mean, like, I don't understand why I can't fucking teleport yet, but this stuff... I give him credit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, anyway, the, how in the hell do you know what parts of the virus are evolving? <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. Well, Sorry. they. I mean, they can tell what's changed, right? Anyway, what I'm getting. Yeah, but that's amazing. That's yeah, all. and this is genetics. I mean, they're actually breaking down the genealogy of the virus and looking at the actual genes that have changed. But the point I'm getting at is that this particular aspect of the virus. The it's 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 okay. So so when your antibodies are triggered, they're triggered by some kind of signature of the virus, and by triggering on this particular bit of the virus signature, they believe this could be the universal antibody for all versions of COVID, known and possibly future. So sweet, yeah. This could be like we just have the monkeypox to deal with. Right, right, 
But I mean, <laughs> if, if we can get, uh, you know, literally a vaccine for COVID that works for everything. And, and I mean, it's not going to keep you from, it's the same thing as anything. You're not going to not get sick. I hate when people are like, the vaccine doesn't work. You still get sick. It's like, <sighs> in, well, I to have, be quite honest with you, I'm going to feel that way if I get it. <laughs> well, you're not going to get it, get it. Okay. This is the thing. You can, this is what happens is people test positive for the virus. Yeah. And then they say, how is that possible? I'm vaccinated. It's like, well, the vaccine gives your body a premonition to know how to fight it. Right. Your body already knows how to fight it. So when it arrives, it just epidemiology 101 here for anybody who doesn't understand this. First of all, a vaccine is not really a drug. It's a trigger for your body to do what it normally does, right? It's just it's just introducing something to your body so your body will produce an immune reaction to that. Number two, it's really right. important. It's a, it's a benign thing. Yeah, it's a benign thing. It's, I mean, there are some adjuvants and stuff with virus, with vaccines that could potentially cause like a reaction in some people that are allergic to the, the ingredients. But those are like things because the vaccine itself is in a carrier, right? It's It's... The, the, the whatever it is in the vaccine is some little microscopic particle, and of course it's in some liquid that they use to inject it. Um, so there's there's a possibility you could have allergic reactions. That's why some people do react to vaccines, but it's not because of the actual uh, virus load that's in the vaccine. Uh, although the viral load in the vaccine can make you have symptoms of COVID for a couple days while your body responds to it. Anyway, the, the second and most important thing about vaccines and, and Im- immunity in general is that when a virus first hits your body, it's not there isn't that much virus in your body, right? You, you get introduced to this virus unless you happen to walk into a room full of people that are all breathing on you, you know, and just covering you in virus. Normally you get, you know, a few, and then the virus quickly multiplies, well, the goal of the vaccine is to have your body respond fast enough that the virus never gets a chance to really take over. Right. It's like you kill the first flea you find. Nip it in the bud, buddy. Yeah. Right. You kill the first flea you find because if you let it go like a day and a half, all of a sudden there's dozens An of An infestation. Them. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing. And and so, you know, a, a, a vaccine doesn't stop Fucking the virus. Fleas, it, man. It just gives you a chance to avoid getting sick. And uh, anyway, because I've had so many people talking about, you know, the vaccine didn't work, yada, yada, whatever. It's like, oh, Jesus. Anyway, I'm hoping that this really is a breakthrough, though, because we don't have enough of those. If if it really does work the way they think it will and um, and we can get, like, a vaccine and be done with it for maybe, a, you know, I don't know, probably have to get one a year, but at least we don't have to get a new vaccine every, you know, whatever and it will work right it won't be like well this works for this variant but it took us it took us six months to develop it and there's already three new variants out you know right yeah plus you can get on a rhythm then you know get your flu shot get your covid shot yeah see i've never i haven't gotten in the habit of getting the flu shot every year yet but i'm not sure how i feel about getting a covid booster every year i probably will because long covid is no fun there's, they still don't understand what all COVID actually does to people that catch it. It's um, It's got residual effects that are potentially, you know, life-altering. So, And all because they were fucking around in some lab. 
Oh, and and we do not have time for this, but the people that I know that that um, <laughs> I was throwing the conspiracy theory there on the end. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. no, it's okay. But the people that I know that lost their sense of taste and smell. That's a horror story in and of itself because when the sense of taste starts coming back, yeah, it it everything tastes the same and everything tastes bad. And I've heard Great. people talk about how they couldn't eat hardly any; they had to they had to force themselves to eat for while this process was you know working its way out. Um, so yeah, I no. Can I can I ask you a question? As long as I can play the the ending thing afterward. That's exactly what I wanted you to do. Okay. Okay. So here's the question. Is this still the good news part? No, no, sorry. I got Oh, I thought I, you had to play the, the good, music. The life was hard. <laughs> but it could be worse. Life was hard. Oh, but it could be it was worse. going so well. Life it went so hard. over. But it could be worse. I don't care. That was one of my favorite ones that we ever did.